1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hommel Casino. Fun above all else. Ladies and
2: gentlemen, the weekend. Coming
3: up on a Friday. Friday. (laughs)
4: save that save that everybody happy friday to you ben and woods here on 97.3 the fan great great to be here with you you can listen to us on the fm dial there are other ways to consume ben and woods as well you can go to youtube type in ben and woods you can click uh live and you can see us right now and uh you can go to twitch if you're a twitcher you can uh search 97.3 the fan on twitch listen to us on the odyssey app As well. Sometimes. Really hope that thing works today for our (laughs) interview with AJ Preller coming up at uh, 8 o'clock sharp. I
5: message corporate and be like, hey, 8 a.m. Pacific.
4: Just make sure it works. Please
5: have everything dialed in. There's
4: nothing more mortifying than the other day running that Zoom and the Odyssey app doesn't work, bro. Come on. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's great to be here with you. I'm so glad it's Friday. I've been a massive C-word all week. I apologize to my co-hosts here and our audience. Hasn't been a fun week. Uh, of radio, to be to be sure. But I am in a much better mood. It is Friday, after all. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer, imaging director of the station uh, as well. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here as well. Bro, I am so worried about you tomorrow. I texted you last night. If you don't know, Ben is, dri- <laughs> ben is driving up to the Rose Bowl, and you're going to go with your wife, Shelley. And you are going to go watch the Washington State Cougars, which your wife is an alum and a huge fan, a 16th-ranked
3: Cougars. Yeah,
4: the 16th-ranked Cougars. Undefeated. Undefeated, taking on UCLA in the Rose Bowl. Now, I, I was scrolling through my weather app last night. I was looking at the weather in San Diego this weekend. And I happened to have uh, Los Angeles saved. As it's somewhere I go a lot. I go see shows and stuff uh, up there. And I said, let me just take a gander at what it's going to look like on Saturday when my beloved Ben is at the Rose Bowl. And he said to us yesterday, I think our seats are in directly in the sun. We're behind the Coogs bench on the visiting side. My man, it's going to be 94 degrees. What time's kickoff? Noon. You are a dead man. What are you going to do?
3: You need to wear like a... Floppy hat, for sure. Oh, Maybe no. my musgrove floppy hat. The woman repeller. Yeah. But that seems like a smart plan. Lots of sunscreen. of I-
4: Hydrate. Water. So, it's funny. They always talk about... You know, we we have this thing in San Diego, right, where... The Snapdragon Stadium. We we know what happened. The first game, it was really really hot. I think, but I think that day it was only like eighty six or something. The 80?
3: first day it opened, it was, was nice. It was it like ninety eight. It was like hundred.
4: Not outside on it, the ground, no, no it was, on the field. It was like one twenty.
3: No, we were having an insane it heat wave. Okay, yeah, that fair. was it was insanely hot that first right, day. So
4: I was thinking about <laughs> this. As you guys know, I took my son Bo up to South Bend to go to an Irish game. They played Central Michigan. We were also on the visiting side, uh, behind central Michigan, directly in the sun. The sun was up and to our left, and the temperature was about 79 degrees. And I was roasting, like just <laughs> sitting there searing in the sun, like a, like, a, like a hot piece of meat on a griddle. I have a griddle at home, if you guys didn't know. Just sizzling. It was like 78 degrees. But the sun, the sun doesn't care. I mean, it's just baking down on you. It's going to be ninety four in L A. Don't care, yeah. With it's no
3: ozone layer whatsoever in Los I'm Angeles. I'm sure they'll install giant canopies at the Rose Bowl before we get there. Right? Well, they would, but it costs
4: apparently one hundred billion dollars to put canopies in somewhere. So,
3: it's, yeah, three hours. I can. Yeah, anyone can. Anyone can do it for three hours. Stay no, hydrated. Not anyone. People were dying at that game. They were carrying them out on stretchers at that game. <laughs>
4: They were on their, on their, their, taking their last breath. You
5: couldn't pay me to go sit in the sun. I do know that uh,
3: the moment I get back in the car and flip the air conditioning on will be a nice, ah, nice cool moment. Do you know how bad you're going to smell after (laughs) that? The
4: walk in from the parking lot, heat, hot, down to your seat, hot, roasting. The walk back to the car,
3: you're going to sh- you're really going to smell. I think that's why the uh, there were so many tickets available for the game. <laughs> a lot of people, season ticket holders, unloading theirs at the same time because oh, do nah, I really want to go to this one? It's gonna be toasty. Oh man, that's all right. <laughs> we're I, good. <laughs> I already had a rough day yesterday. Got a flat tire on my way to work. There's no worse feeling. No, than you can not. feel it. You can feel it like starting to pull. My, uh, oh. my I have a warning light that came on. They said, All right, you gotta pull over, you can you can slow down, you gotta run flat. So you can go for like a few miles to get off the freeway. Fortunately, I was on the five and I remembered I was approaching um Balboa Garnett yep. exit there in Pacific Beach. And I remembered, isn't there a there's a discount tire right there on Garnett if yeah. you get off? And I did, and I pulled to the right, I pulled in it's where i had bought the tires last year so they were still fairly new in the system yeah i was in the system he goes yeah they're they're under warranty we'll we'll fix those up right away you, you picked a picked a good time to get a flat we only got one 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 car in there right now so we can get right to you that should never be less happens. than an hour that never I happens by i the said way. it was uh, sat in a comfy chair looked at my phone before i knew it he was going uh let's see ben, uh, ben you here we're ready to go i'll pull it out front no charge I, they were awesome so <laughs> Thank you, good fine folks at Discount Tire in Pacific Beach for making one of the most inconvenient things, and we've all had to deal with it before, but a flat tire, because you never know when they're going to happen, but there's never a good time. It's never like, wow, I'm, I'm glad today was the day I got the flat tire because I literally was driving around for no reason at all. And this was a perfect time to get a flat tire. No, you're always on the way somewhere. So worse, you didn't plan an you know, extra an hour and a half to get a flat tire. So uh, it it was as it was really as, as pain free as, as, convenient. As, a, as convenient as a flat tire could have been. I think, and I I feel lucky for that.
4: Yeah, a convenient inconvenience, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, at least you didn't have to take a dump on the side of the road. True. Like when I got my last flat tire in and, Kansas, and there are people listening, going, well, you should just change your own tire. I agree with you. We're we're not the manliest of fellows. Now, if you- But that doesn't help.
3: I mean, that doesn't fix the tire. There was no, a no hole no, no, in no. the tire. Right. You know, I could have put the spare on. That would have just driven me to discount tire for them to fix the tire at the, that point. The, the big question
4: is, could you have put the spare on? No. No. <laughs> right. That, that's my general... Now,
3: if you I give mean, if- my... Give me, uh, you know, the all jack. day uh, to figure it out and uh, the proper tools I don't even know that to I have a jack. Give like me a the spear. good, not the thing. Swell. What's that thing called? That that's you... a jack. No, 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 no. Not the uh, thing that raises uh, the car up. The, the, the four the, that, bar. Yeah, that thing that with the bars that oh, spins the nut off spinner. the nuts. spinner. Yeah, the, nuts, the nut. I'm spinner. sure that's, that's what, what it's they called.
4: Call it. it's the the nut spinner. Yeah, the nut spinner. The four pronged nut spinner. You give me one of those. You give me a good jack, a good one where I the. I'll do it. I can get it. I absolutely can do it. I know exactly how to do it. Not the keychain jack that, you know. My mom had a Ford Explorer, and I got a flat tire in it once. And I, for the life of me, couldn't get it. I was cranking, cranking, cranking. That tiny little thin wire they give you to slot in. The tiny jacket's about six inches tall. <laughs> and you don't have any idea where to put it. So I had it in one spot, and I'm cranking it and cranking it and it's cranking it. It's big enough it. to just
5: barely it's, get the tire off
4: the It's ground. going up, but yeah. nothing's happening. I'm raising the wrong part, so I, I didn't know where to put it. <laughs> you trying to lift an entire automobile automobil- on this little tiny, tiny thing. Tiny, yeah. tiny little deal. So I think every car should come with a big, giant, industrial jack in the back, just in case. And the four-pronged nut spinner. If you pulled your car up downstairs with all that gear, I could change your tire. And you know what? I'd venture to say I could probably change it pretty quickly. But when you're on the side of the road in Kansas, there's not another exit for six miles, and your tire is blown out, there's nothing you Lug can do. Wrench Lug is, wrench.
3: I'm told what the name of that four pronged nut the, spinner the is. The funny called. part was is when
4: I finally got <laughs> in touch with the guy that came out and changed it, you know, he pulls up, work truck, jumps out, jack, jack, jack. He has the zzz, zzz. Forty five seconds. This
3: He's like, that'll be two hundred dollars in like, my hand, bro. You should
4: be working for NASCAR. You <laughs> should, should be working for yeah for one of those guys. You Should be in the pits.
3: It that was. is crazy. That is crazy. That you watch an NASCAR race, they can change the time in seven seconds. <laughs> the most badass. <laughs> it's the only
4: reason I would watch racing is just to watch the pit crew. I don't like to watch them go round and round. I don't. But to watch those guys, and it's just the coolest. Their lug wrench, it's with the, the power one, <laughs> <It's> amazing, amazing. <laughs> give me, give me those tools. So it's not that I can't do it; it's that I don't have the proper equipment to do it with. So, well, listen, take care of yourself tomorrow. Hydrate before.
3: Oh, I love that sound. Your wife says changing a tire doesn't mean you're manly. That's true. Not being able to change a tire, though, does. Come with some judgment with it. You are less of a you're less of a competent human being. I don't need to bring gender into it at all. You're a less of a competent human being if you can't change a tire. And I will fully admit I'm less of a competent human being because I can't do it.
4: There's a funny ass uh, comedian. Now, I don't know his name, and I wish I, I did so I could give him credit. But he's very much me, and and I'd say Ben probably less Paul. Paul's a little handier than we are. But he goes he does this stand up thing and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not manly. I don't I'm not a manly guy. I don't fix stuff around the house. I'm not good at it. My wife's way more manly." He goes and she'll have workers over from time to time to fix stuff and they gravitate towards me. And they ask me like, "So, what's wrong with the 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 heater?" And he's like, "I've got no idea. Ask her." Last Friday, I get home and I lay down in bed. And I'm just taking a little snooze, and I hear the – on the front door. And I walk up to the front door, and I open the door, and I'm like, hello? And it's this guy. He's Russian. And he's like, I'm here to fix a uh, uh, washer. And I said, oh, is, it, is there something wrong with the washer? Yes, your wife called me. I said, okay, come on in. And he comes in. He's like, so what's, what's wrong? What's wrong with uh, – I'm like, I, I don't know. I have no idea. And he's like, You didn't so, even know it was broken. I had no idea. And he's like, okay, let me check voltage here. And he checks the vol- you know, voltage, but they say voltage. And so he's like, let me check voltage here. Can you go turn off a uh, box? And I'm like, my eyes got real big. I was, I was like, like yes. confused I know, box. Yeah, I go, or, where
5: are the breakers? I
4: go, Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. I totally can. I can do that. <laughs> I know how to do this. Walked outside. It took me five minutes to get the box open. I didn't know you had to... Put the little thing in, over there, and yeah. Then pull in then out. out, yeah. They so, in and out.
3: Got that? I have to do that when I program my sprinklers. Yeah, as so well. I had to,
4: I had to get my readers on and my flashlight to see where it said washer. So I turned it off. I walk in. He's like, "Yes, voltage very bad, very bad voltage." And I said, "Okay, well, let me call my wife and let's." So I call her and I'm like, "What the hell is? This? Why aren't you here? I need you here. Stop leaving me with these guys. I don't know what I'm doing." I'm good at a lot of stuff. Stuff like that is just not my strong suit. And I would like to be better. I would. But we have this workbench outside in our house. You know what we use it for in my house? We use it for my kids to crack coconuts on. That's it. I've never worked on anything on that workbench. And it does make me
3: feel like less of a man.
4: It does. It absolutely does. Take
3: gender out of it. You know, we're trying to be better in this uh, century. It's just a competent human being and everyone has a level of competency in what they're able to do no, I it doesn't think matter you want to be if you're a guy handy, or not more manly it, it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female is that am I being misogynistic towards myself and more handy is always a good thing for anyone but it's
4: every every uh, there's guys in the chat already like yeah you know you're not manly if you can't change a tire and i'm like that's fine i'll wear it i look at it differently like you can are, my, are we not allowed to say manly anymore? That's I can't say that. Not really. I think my wife looks at me and she thinks her herself though he's not manly because he can't because hang a picture by
5: saying that you're
4: giving off the. But I'm idea also saying that, that my wife is good at it,
3: and I'm not. So how is that but you're using that to describe a desirable trait like it's desirable to be manly. Mm.
5: it would be like I wish I uh, was a better cook. I was I was a little more girly a, yeah.
3: in the kitchen. Neither mm. of those are it's just I just wish I, I was a little girlier. Now I do the cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so. But that doesn't make you it doesn't make you more womanly. And fixing a tire doesn't make you more manly. It just—they're both good skills. Makes you to have. a better cook or yes, more handy exactly. with a car. Let's take the gender out of it. Okay. That's what we're Hannah trying says, to be better. Hannah says, "I think you're incompetent. Not there you you're go. not manly. That's fine. <laughs> it's nothing to do with your manliness. You are just incompetent."
4: Straight shooter. I like it.
3: You're suggesting that... You're a very (laughs) manly,
4: (laughs) incompetent person. She says you're suggesting that women are incompetent. I'm literally saying
3: you're more competent than I am. You're manlier than me. Right? But manly is not the same as competent. Those are not synonyms. That's where... That's where the misogyny comes in. Uh, to imply that to be manly is to be why competent. Digging that hole. Over is there, it, Woods? Is not <laughs> Just, is not okay. I'm
4: telling you, there are people in here saying if you can't change a tire, you're not manly. That's not true. You're not competent if you can't change Those a people tire. are Wrong. <laughs> okay. So gender, gender,
3: that just doesn't exist anymore. We're just not. I can't. It absolutely exists, but to assign positive it. or negative qualities based on gender <laughs> is what we don't do anymore. Fine, fine. There's not a, like a weaker sex or a stronger sex. There's just two different sexes <laughs> and two different levels of competency. And generally, in our lives. The females in our lives are the more competent ones than we are. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly.
4: So Megan said in the chat, Pauly, I said, Paul's a little bit more handy. She wrote, Paul who? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. All right. Well, listen, I will uh, We'll do better. I will do better. That's all I can do. I mean, do. our job is I'm not learning. to change
3: tires. Our job is to... Uh, you know, ask good questions of our general manager when he joins us at 8 o'clock. I don't know that we'll be able to succeed on that count either, but we'll certainly try. Oh, and, a tire uh, iron. That's, that's what that one's called? Yeah, yeah, that's a tire iron. Okay, Thank you, Shelty Nation. Let the kids play. AJ Preller will join us at 8 o'clock. It is a Friday. That means a crossing stream's Friday. Craig Elston will be with us at 7.35. We'll have all of our regular features. Try to have a little Friday fun. Get us to the end of this work week. Uh, you know what? Maybe the tire thing was an omen that things are now going to change. That it was not the greatest week, but things are going to be better going forward. Glad to have everybody with us. Tier ones getting started here on a Friday on San Diego's number one sports station. Let's check traffic with Kelly here on 97.3 The Fam.
4: My mom and dad are bobbing their heads right now. You want to talk about surprise? I think uh, I shocked a lot of parents when they realized that Whitney Houston wasn't exactly what they kind of thought. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it, It was a weird. That was a weird one. Like when Kurt Cobain, you know, was gone. I was like, all right. I mean, you know, you 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 read the lyrics. You you see the lifestyle. It sucks. But you kind of almost understand it. You didn't understand it with Whitney Houston. You're like, wait, wait, she was doing what? She did what? She was doing that? You had no idea, really. And uh, you know, I know that uh, she had a rough, rough few last years, man. This is uh, artist that met artist that met an untimely demise. She actually, forty eight. She actually drowned in a, in a bathtub, uh, which was terrible. So talented, man. That voice, it's fantastic, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Good pick, Paulie. How will I know if he really loves me? I say a How will you know? Well he'll able to fix things around the house. Yeah. <laughs> That's clearly how you know that he really Can loves change you. Change his
3: own tire. Yeah. Change his own tire. <laughs> must mean he loves you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Woods was just talking about that stand-up routine. Oh my gosh, we found it. We did find <laughs> it. I think it's. I think it's imperative we do play. What's it, what's the guy's name again?
5: Nate. Ber- I don't know how to say Bar- G- Bergazzi.
3: Okay, yeah. so Bergazzi.
5: I've only seen uh, I've seen one of his specials.
3: Woods was telling a story about the guy coming to fix your yeah. washing it's, machine. My
4: wife had sent me this clip on Instagram. We send each other funny parental stuff mostly, but she sent me that, and I was dying laughing. Now she sent it to me last. Friday morning I opened it last Friday morning before work I laughed got up showered then it happened to me that day it was actually last
6: Friday that this happened my wife is the man of our house and it can become hard because she'll hire someone to fix something and they always come talk to me I just think they're used to talking to husbands and they come to me and I'm like I don't know why you're here yep We had our water heater, something, I don't know, but I walked by at the wrong time. Now I'm in a water heater conversation and I'm like, yeah, well, these tough times for water heaters, you know, like, just, well, finally, you know, he's like, well, where's the water heater at? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, like, I don't think we have one, to be honest, and we would like to buy one from you today. So if we could go out to your truck, I would love to pick one out. And he was very confused by this. He didn't know what to say, but you know, it's a new time. So he was like, is your husband here by any chance? I said, yeah, she's around here somewhere. She's probably in this shed.
4: Shit. <laughs> I love that dude. He's so funny, man. The delivery is like spot on. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Nate, what is it, Bergazzi? Bergazzi. He's think. really funny on uh, on Instagram. He's got a bunch of those clips, man. And yeah, it really hit home with me. <laughs> I had no idea how to help this guy fix the voltage. Uh, of my house.
3: So that we have been
4: without a washer for a week.
3: Wow. Yeah. You have kids. Yeah. That means a lot of messes and dirty clothes and that's tough to be without a washer nowadays.
4: Yeah, she's uh, she's been going to uh, another one of her properties to do it there and then loading it. And she said the other day, she goes, I really haven't uh, complained about it too much. And I said, you know what? You haven't. And it's noticed and it's appreciated very, very much. Because what a beating, you know. I, I do. You guys ever? You have you ever had to go do your laundry at a laundromat?
3: I was just saying that. There's one. Um, There's one. i rec- down from work, and I, you know, see people in there with their. You know, it used to be my,
5: quarters. My now, place two houses ago, didn't we? Didn't I? Didn't have a laundry. So you know, had to so do so the go, laundromat. Yeah, sucks. I've done it
4: many, many times in my life, and it. It's a different... You're like... Oh, huh. It really wasn't that bad. It's not
5: that bad. i folding. Lived in, it's I've just lived in an older house that didn't have a dishwasher, just a big sink. God, that was terrible. Exponentially worse. Was it? Yeah. I'd rather... I don't have, know. I, I, you I, don't have to leave your house to wash I, your dishes.
3: I, I so wash all my dishes before I put them in the dishwasher that they probably don't even need to be in the dishwasher by the time uh, I'm yeah. done with them. My wife does the same just thing. She's kind of sanitized at that point. I but, do the
4: quick... And I put everything right in, put right in and she gets mad. We've had this conversation on there. She gets mad at me for putting... Bowls, pots, pans, spatulas. She wants all of them done by hand. And I'm like, we have a literal dishwasher. A literal one. It was- What's it called? A dishwasher. And she gets so
3: mad at me. Um, but the commercials no, always, they put the nastiest things oh, yeah, in those dishwashers. Yeah. and As long as you have the right pot or kind of <laughs> detergent that sparkles, it'll right. come out. Caked
4: on yeah. eggs, and <laughs> some chili and stuff on there. You're like, no problem. See, I'd usually
5: do my laundry on like a Sunday. Yeah. I'd have TVs there. I could watch some football. I'd, there's a grocery store in the same little area. I'd go get some stuff that I needed. It was like me just getting out of the house anyways on a Sunday. I
4: and those freaking industrial. It's true. And it's dryers, like you can. It's go, not that. long. It's not that long. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half. You can go in and out and do one giant load, yeah. and then take it back to your house. But yeah, my uh, you can take
5: like comforters there, towels. She's you know, been. And stuff. She's
4: been great about. It. But they had to order this part, you know, and so we're waiting for this part to come in. The voltage is good now, and uh, we'll get it figured out. But yeah, it's tough, man. With with I, I wear about fourteen outfits a day. Really, I've decided so. Uh, changing quite a bit throughout the day. It's not. It's not real conducive to uh, to to happy happy relationships sometimes. But you know, listen, make changes necessary and move on.
3: So yesterday's uh, main Padres topic was obviously reacting to the AJ Preller news conference, and the big question: Where was Bob Melvin? Why was he not part of it? You know, we got the explanation that he had some prior travel yeah. commitments that you know didn't necessarily assure everyone that you know the padres were a hundred percent going forward with bob but he did speak yesterday uh talked to bernie wilson of the associated Bro, press love bernie and uh and kevin ac in the ut so we'll talk a little bit about what bob did have to say the day after he was uh he was announced that he'd be coming back for a third season as the manager of the san diego padres uh, we will get into that coming up next on san diego's number one sports station 97.3 the fam You know how people say, uh, yeah, without, without that person, I wouldn't even be here. Sure. Well, I need to, before anything else happens, wish a happy birthday oh, yes, to one Kimberly Higgins, without whom I literally would literally. not be here. <laughs> my mother, happy birthday out happy
4: there. Happy birthday, Kim.
3: Happy birthday to my beloved Kim Higgins, an angel walking among us. Just the best. She is the goat. She is the goat. Going to go over there tonight for a quiet birthday dinner. Are you? Yeah. Does she have to make it? No, I'm picking it up. Oh, look at you. What yeah. are you going to pick up? Sushi. Oh, yeah. That's the plan, at least, for tonight. You know, plans sometimes change. They but, do? Yeah. Me, the boys, we're going to come over for sushi tonight for dinner. Good. Good. Celebrate uh, Mom's birthday. She is a Mim. We call her Grandma. Mim. Is Mim. She's the sweetest angel. <laughs> she's the sweetest, sweetest, nicest angel. person I've ever met. No, the, uh, I don't think I'm just saying that because she's my mom. No,
4: uh, you're you're not. She is absolutely, incredibly, incredibly nice. Incredibly nice. Uh,
3: uh, also, I want to thank um, Tevin and uh, Diesel who are hosting home chat in, yeah, our, in our YouTube in stream our right now. Yeah, if, if, you've if you have any tips, questions about you know where your gas shut off line is or <laughs> anything else about your um, you know, appliances at home that you need to know about because you're like us and don't have the, the wherewithal to understand things like that in your home. They are helping you out right now in our YouTube chat. So yep. thank you for that. Um, we're gonna check traffic and then talk a little bit about what Bob Melvin had to say yesterday via phone not in San Diego he was traveling in fact about his return to the San Diego Padres for another season uh, after Kelly checks the traffic here on a Friday morning tell you what i heard a lot of theories yesterday from padres fans from co-workers about well, bob melvin the fact that he wasn't go. on that zoom news go. conference yeah that's a sign this is uh, this is all a ruse there's still there's still a good chance bob is leaving yeah, have he's you going to the yet? giants side
4: yeah, are you? sure? victory back? lap. Yeah,
3: I, it's, I'm. I mean, I'm still feeling like people aren't 100 percent convinced. But when, when the Padres said yesterday that Bob Melvin wasn't available, going back to you know his home in in Arizona. In fact, he he was moving. He was changing. I mean, there's nothing that is more of a slog than moving. That takes more of your time. Guy makes four million bucks a year. What do you think he was doing? You think he was packing up boxes? Yep. Do you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
4: Yeah, loading up dollies. Can went, you lay rent, into this? Can you lay into this credenza with truck. me? Yeah,
3: he ran a rider truck himself. Do you think Bob knows how to fix his washing machine? Probably. He seems seems handy. Handy. I can almost said manly again, but I I was going to say handy. So that there was a reason why he wasn't you know with AJ on that Zoom. That's
5: objectively odd. That the manager of a team wasn't at. The end of the season press conferences. Yes, that is moving or not. out of the ordinary. Yes, typically
4: it's two or three
5: guys. It the manager, would have gone a long. GM, it would owner. have gone a
4: long way to have them both sitting at a podium.
5: While a totally valid excuse, we can't just dismiss that. it Oh, this happens all the time. The manager never talks at the end. A of the long year.
3: way toward what reassuring you that he was going to be back. <laughs> Me and anybody else that had any questions, sure. What's their, but that's, that's what their... they, they said that you don't trust them. That's a problem. Is that an issue right now for the Padres fan base and the Padres? I think I think that there is a, a severe lack. Of have trust. they done do. have they done things that you feel are not trustworthy? Sure. Really? I think every organization does. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think they Just I believe everything they I, I think they've done does. a lot of things that uh have not led to success on the field. Sure. But you know, they've massively ramped up payroll. They've signed a lot of stars. They've re-signed people. They've been fairly I mean, we we know what's happening. Even when payroll reportedly was coming down, it or it didn't come down as much. I mean, in many ways, and we heard this from we heard this from Peter when he came in. He wanted to kind of underpromise and over deliver a bit when it came to being at least what we expected as fans. And we kept getting surprised by moves they would make. Like, Oh, I didn't think that was in the budget. I didn't think that was in the budget. And they kept kind of going the other way. That the Padres, I thought, I think have built a little bit of credibility on that front over the last few years. Okay. Yeah. I mean and, Is that and, not is that not the case? I think I, that's I think that's fair. Don't step now. Cha- separate that from the wins and losses. Sure, yeah. We're
4: all and disappointed by the wins and losses. But and it's not guaranteed anyone. You know, uh, hey, we'll guarantee you. I mean, the last time a manager guaranteed they were going to win the World Series, how did that go? You know, so uh, you'd be a moron
3: to do that. Right, but in terms of, you know, doing what they said they were going to at least attempt to do, I think they they've followed through for the most part. I think it's the um, – I think it's the –
4: brushing under the rug. And I, I do want to get more clarity on, on, from A.J. Preller today, uh, if possible, at 8 a.m. when we talk to him here on Ben Woods. I want to get a little more clarity. I, I'm not going to ask him about if Bob's coming back. I mean, at this point, A.J. said he's coming back, that he's under contract. Bob confirmed yesterday. I guess Bernie Wilson from the AP had reached out to him, called him. He didn't answer, didn't respond back, didn't shoot him a text and say, Hey, I'm, I'm moving. My hands are full. This desk is very heavy. Uh, this marble desk with a glass top. I'm having to move it, so I'll get tying back to you. Everything down yeah, tying right everything now. down on top of the station wagon, moving across town. <laughs> uh, he didn't say that, but he did end up picking up the phone and calling Bernie, and they had a conversation. Now, Bernie asked him on the phone, "So if another team comes calling, and he says I can't comment on that, and AJ said I'm not commenting on that as well uh, on the Zoom the other day." So, if you want to take a victory lap about it that you're right 24 hours later that that Bob Melvin is still the manager today on October the 6th, okay? I I need I guess I'll I'll really firmly believe it when I see it because there's still so many opportunities out there. Once those start getting filled, then I'll I'll feel a little bit better. So I'm I'm about fifty fifty still. Yesterday I was way lower than that, but I'm about fifty fifty.
3: I mean, Bob has been very upfront every time we've talked to him. He's been very. When was the last time we talked to him? About a month ago. Yeah, be, I mean, maybe longer. Over the last two years, though, he's ne- he's not an evasive person from everything I've seen. But it, when, when he says I'm excited to come back, but I can't... I'm looking forward to coming back. Uh huh. I, I mean I'm taking them at their I'm taking okay. them at, at face value because I,
4: I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I'm
3: not the guy that says they've, question they've, everything. They've, I'm not. They've built that trust in my mind okay. over the last couple of years. Right. I you may you may not like the record. You may not like some of the moves that they have made. But I feel like they've they've built that trust uh, as an organization more than any other team I've ever followed. I you know, I was a Chargers fan for many years. There was no trust between the fan base and the ownership and the front office ever. There really was never any trust on the two sides that, that that franchise was trying to do the right thing for the community and the city. I feel like the Padres have built that, that they have a, they do feel a responsibility to the fans and the community to try their best. Now, that does, this is sports, and you can try your best, and still fail miserably in this industry, unfortunately. Indeed. It's not It's not necessarily a matter of effort or wanting it badly enough. You have to still make really smart, savvy moves, and other teams are trying to do the same, and it's a zero-sum game. For every win, there's a loss out there. And for every other team that's trying to win, you may end up on the short side. But I, you know, call me naive, but...
4: I, I don't think you're naive. That's not what I'm saying. I, I'm just, I'm... I'm... After all that's been written, after all that's been said, and I know you know again, it's just that slight window that that both of them left a crack open. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Just a crack. It's not wide open that Bob can is going to jump. I don't. He wasn't. I don't think he was moving his home in Arizona to the Bay Area or to Cleveland or to New York yesterday. You know that would be a red flag. Uh, that being said, it's just the small crack in the window that makes me go, "Well, what if?" You know, what if? Um, if anything, if this season taught me anything, it's don't be surprised by anything that that happens, right? Like, don't be surprised. Stop being surprised about things that happen and be ready. Be ready for the, you know, expect the worst and uh, prepare for the best, I guess, or accept the best when it does happen. So uh, I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be um conspiracy theory tinfoil hat guy. I don't. That's not who I am. It's not who I am at my core. Um but I'm I'm more reluctant this year to just eat what's in front of me that they hand me. I am. And I told you that. And it's true. And going into spring training next year, I'm going to be more reluctant than I've
3: ever been in the five years since covering this team. Well I think when, you know, if they say we believe that we've got all the pieces in place and this is the team, be skeptical, of sure. course. But when they say, you know, Bob is going to come back, my mind tells me, my my fan mind tells me, it's a smart thing to bring Bob Melvin back. I, I don't think there's that ever I don't ever think, been I don't up think for that there's better candidates out there. He uh, he has still the respect of his players in the clubhouse. They like him. They have praised his communication skills. Those are, those are traits that are sometimes hard to find. Padres did not find them in their last couple of manager hires. And they have found someone that really does have the traits, I think, that are necessary to win. You don't just throw that away. I, I couldn't agree more. So <laughs> that's why I've always kind of believed that Bob was going to be coming back. Because teams that are trying to win... Don't throw away good managers, Chris. Chris makes for a, good, no
4: reason. Chris makes a good point. He says the lack of trust, the fact that the org has a history of announcing a lot of information and saying at the end a player was released or is having a en- season-ending surgery. So the optics of no manager at the end of the season has a vaguely familiar feeling. So they they have said it. Um, they both put their name on it. Bob
3: downplaying Bob. injuries. Well, every team does that. Okay, e- every team. There's no strategic advantage in overblowing your injuries, and then oh, turns out it was okay. And then, by the that way, that that has happened a couple of times too. Injuries are not something that are a hundred percent certain. You know, you you give the information you've got at the time that you've got it, and then it evolves. You know, when the what guy wakes up in two days and something's gotten worse or something's gotten better, you update that. I don't feel like that's a that's a sign of deception in an organization. And and by the way. Any sports team has to operate with a certain level of, of, you know, behind closed doors, opaqueness. Yeah, I mean, they have competitors that are trying to glean information from them as well that that they don't necessarily want out there for their competitors. I get all that. So, I, I do, and I hope he comes back. And I,
4: I uh, by all accounts, you know, I've I've released the pearls as I said yesterday on Twitter um, when Bernie uh, confirmed it, and and again the the crack in the window, it, it, the crack in the window could be easily slam shut. Easily. Yeah. By saying this. I mean, life is always has a crack in the window there, for there, everything. There's no... Ask me, am I coming back? Are you coming back? Yeah, you're F&A right. Tomorrow. we got unfinished business right. to take care of. I'm embarrassed how this season went. We're going to go out there and kick some ass. We're going to do a lot of stuff differently this year.
3: I feel a lot better. <laughs> it's not hard. It's not hard. Now, if you won the Powerball $1.4 billion jackpot... Tonight. Is it tonight? I think it's tonight or tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Will you be back on Monday for sure? Absolutely. No doubt about it. Zero. 100%. I don't know.
4: Might be tough. I'll be here and then I'm meeting with my lawyers at 11. So (laughs) you're going to have to do the promo because i got to get right out of here. But I will be here Monday morning. Absolutely. Now, a lot of changes will be made. (laughs) But I'll be here. You can rest assured. What am I going to do at home? Send the kids off to school you know no I, I want this is where I want to be all right, yeah, no question i'm not going not going across the street, not going anywhere else. I'm under contract. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. I want to keep this train rolling. There's a lot you can do to to assuage some fears, right, and uh they haven't necessarily done that yet, so that's it, that's all I'm saying. I'm not the question everything guy. I'm not. You guys know that about me.
3: I'm. I'm like. All right. Sounds good to me. I'll roll, I mean, part, roll with the punches. Part of this. Part of the job of being you know in the media, and I know you don't consider yourself a journalist, no. which is fine. You're not. But part of even the job of of hosting this show and and interviewing your subjects is to be skeptical, at least partially. I sure. Mean, absolutely. You know that skeptic is part of the job when it comes to. Covering anything. Um, but it doesn't mean you have to be cynical. There's a difference between skeptical and cynical. And I do feel uh, a lot of Padres fans have ventured into the cynical territory. Yeah, I, I,
4: I, it's a fine line that you have to skirt, you know, between wanting to be a, a hardcore fan, believing in all the moves, following it blindly, um, and, and also being just a, a malcontent. And I don't want to be a malcontent because... I'm literally looking at a team with some of my favorite baseball players that I've ever seen play the game. In in 40 40 years of watching baseball, uh, as an avid, avid fan, I still love these guys. I
3: love them. I'm mad at them, but I love them. I do. I I believe, like... I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I deeply deeply believe that, that Peter Seidler wants to win. AJ Preller wants to win. Bob Melvin wants to win. They want to do it in San Diego. They really would love to bring a championship here. That's what their goal is. Do I, do I think they can do it? I, I have that's no what idea. I'm skeptical about. I yep. have no idea. Skepticism there is absolutely warranted. No doubt about it. Are they the right people together to get this done? I don't know. They Be skeptical about that. But to be sk- cynical and think. This is a big con that they, don't. the idea that they're trying to convince us they're going to win, but really they're just, they're just back there just chuckling at all these suckers in the Padres fan base who they fooled that they got this plan and it's not really real. They're just, you know, they're just trying to waste Peter's money or whatever. No, no, no. Don't be cynical.
4: I, I think, you know, I think Seattle Mariner fans are cynical and I think they have a reason to, I think they have a reason to be, they're a profitable team, a really profitable team. And their GM comes on and says, "We're trying to win 54 percent of the games." He has now walked back that statement. Came back, came out. Yes, the yesterday did a radio interview, talked about how embarrassed he was by that statement. I mean, he he read the room after he said it and went, "This is I'm 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 blowing this." I don't get the sense, Ben, that we have the type of ownership here that says, "Ha ha ha." got 3 million of these suckers on the line.
3: What's the minimum So we're we can... actually doing the fan base <laughs> a favor, <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't get that. What's the minimum we can do to Convince fans to still get to the park. I don't feel like that's the Padres' strategy. No, I don't. I, it
4: has been in this
3: town. Oh, before. absolutely,
5: hundred no, percent. It used to be
4: that was the, the marching food orders.
5: court, uh, the best food court in San Diego. You yeah. just went out there to drink and hang out with your friends. Yeah, social I mean, Wrigley
4: Field did it for a hundred years, basically. And, and you're they, going to watch a baseball. Those now. those owners in in Chicago. You could look at them like, you guys are thieves. You're thieving. <laughs> you're stealing money from us. I don't get that sense
3: here. I don't. So I don't, I don't want that to come across. All right. We've got a busy uh, next hour plus with uh, Craig Elston. A.J. Preller going to be with us at 8 o'clock. Don't do this. And Take On Woods coming up next. Chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. Do not go anywhere on a Friday on San Diego's number one sports station 97.3 The
0: Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy